Welcome to Tackless Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio. Happy Tuesday. Also, happy Indigenous Peoples Day yesterday. I hope everybody was able to celebrate it. I know some people had off. I didn't have off. But more importantly, we are calling it Indigenous Peoples Day and not fucking Christopher Columbus Day because fuck that guy. Also, did you all know that Italians in this country were experiencing a lot of racism because before white was just an all-encompassing term, they were very discriminatory against Polish people, Irish people, Jewish people. Yeah, white didn't take all whites. Uh, They were very specific about their whiteness. It was very waspy the whiteness that was allowed to be in this country. And the Italians were going through a lot of prejudice, discrimination. They were facing a lot of backlash. They went to government, were like, hey, we kind of want you all to stop treating us like shit. And the American government does what the American government does. They were like, no, we're not gonna stop treating you like shit, but we'll give you a holiday so that you know you feel better you feel special what's a famous italian guy that y'all like and they literally landed on christopher columbus and that's why we even celebrate that motherfucker so so happy that we've gotten rid of christopher columbus day and now we are correctly referring to that day as indigenous people's day so Happy Indigenous Peoples Day to you all. I hope you all were able to celebrate by taking something back that used to belong to you. Whether it was your lawnmower with your neighbor, whether it was your nigga with your ex-best friend, I hope that on yesterday, you were able to take back something that was taken from you. All right, everybody. Let's go ahead and get into shit I saw. Now, there's been a lot of shit going on. And there's been a lot of shit that I have seen. More specifically, in Israel. More specifically, along the Gaza Strip. And I don't even want to talk about it too much because I understand that that is something that is ongoing. There's new information coming out. I understand the Zionists. I understand Hamas. I see both perspectives and I see where both sides are coming from. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, I know so much and I know everything and I'm a expert on what the situation is. So I'm going to speak on it because my black American ass only has a very limited perspective. And I think a lot of us should be better at being able to say that I am not educated enough about this topic to have an opinion. I'm not well-versed enough in this topic 
to speak on it. I only know so much, so I can only say so much. I think we should get a lot better or we should start moving into spaces where we're just honest with ourselves about the fact that we don't know everything. So I'm gonna start this conversation off with saying, I don't know everything. But what I do know, as that black American that I pointed out earlier, is what oppression looks like, what apartheid looks like, what a genocide looks like, what being discriminated against looks like, what an ethnic cleansing looks like. That, that, I'm a little bit more familiar with. And alongside that, a lot of Black Americans and Palestinians since Malcolm X, since the 50s and the 60s, have done a lot of work and we have supported one another for generations at this point. Because if there's one thing a Black American can empathize with India and Ireland trying to get the oppression of the crown off they backs with the coup belt that is going on in Africa because they want to keep their resources and they're saying fuck France because they too are fighting back against oppression against imperialism I also stand with Haiti who recently had to close their borders to the Dominican Republic because they are fighting over a canal that brings water to Haitians and they no longer want them to have access to that canal. So now they're beefing and the Dominican Republic closed off their borders first to Haiti because of the conflict over the canal and then turned around and reopened their borders, but only for trade. And that's when Haiti was like, nah, bitch, stand 10 toes down on it. You want to close your little borders? We closing the borders. You don't get our dollars while also oppressing our people. Like wherever there's oppression going on, I'ma stand with the people who are being oppressed, who are systemically being oppressed, who's being oppressed because of their religion, who's being oppressed because of their gender, who's being oppressed because of their race. I'ma always stand on the side of people getting their liberation. So I don't want anyone to listen to this podcast or listen to this episode and be like, oh, you agree with mass murderers and you're okay with children being killed and you're okay with the Hamas or are you siding with the Zionists? No, I'm gonna take a step back. Who's getting blown up? Who's getting their limbs blown off to smithereens? Who is killing the children? Who is cutting off food and water and supplies to a certain community? Who is barring trade? Who is putting sanctions on the country? Who is stealing the artifacts, the land, the people? Whoever is doing all of that, fuck them. That's, that is literally the side I stand on. That is literally the side I stand on. Fuck them. And I want a lot of us to start having more realistic conversations because the conflict between Israel and Palestine is not a unique one. Because we've seen it not only in South Africa during the apartheid, we've seen it in the South during Jim Crow. 
We've seen it with fascist regimes in Central America, in South America. This particular type of conflict happens all over the world. This is not a unique situation to Israel and Palestine in the perspective of there are groups fighting for liberation and there's one particular group that is the oppressor. That is not a unique situation. What is happening specifically in Israel along the Gaza Strip between Israel and the Palestinians is a very, very unique situation that has generations of conflict built into it around religion, around Holy Land, around political uprisings. It's a lot going on, which is why I stated I'm not going to speak on this for too much longer because I am one of the people that can raise their hand and say, I don't know enough to be speaking on something. And I don't know enough about this particular topic to sit here and tell people what they should and shouldn't do. What I am speaking on is understanding and being able and being able to empathize with what is going on. Because I completely understand how Jewish people are like, yeah, the Hamas, they're scary. They are fucking shit up. They have attacked us. They have killed our women. They have killed our children. I am very sympathetic to that because I don't believe violence should be perpetuated anywhere. But it's going to fall on deaf ears when I say I don't believe violence should be perpetuated anywhere when people, specifically white people, specifically Europeans and Americans have gotten to the superpowers that they are because of mass murder and because of violence and because of genocide. Y'all forget the chicken and the egg conversation that comes up when we talk about violence. Because I completely understand wanting to condemn the violence that is happening in the Middle East. The same way I'm pretty sure you want people to condemn the violence that's happening against the French in Niger. I'm pretty sure you also want to condemn the violence that is happening against Dominican Republicans on the border of Haiti. I'm pretty sure you want to condemn the violence of people who are part of a fascist regime in Guatemala. Like, I'm pretty sure we all can get on one accord that violence is bad. But y'all only say that when the people who are oppressed start to use violence because asking nicely doesn't fucking work. Asking for your rights doesn't fucking work. Asking nicely doesn't fucking work. Protesting peacefully doesn't fucking work. And you all are really starting to see in real time because of technology, because of where the world is right now, a lot of people for the first time in real time are seeing what it actually takes for an oppressed group to become liberated. And I'm sorry, baby, violence is a part of that because it was violently taken away from someone. People were violently taken away from their homes. People had their land violently taken away from them. They had their artifacts violently taken away from them. They had their family members violently taken away from them. Unfortunately, because we understand our oppressors so well, we understand how they operate. We're not gonna be able to get a lot of that stuff back without violence, unfortunately. Because if we could get it back without violence, people wouldn't be oppressed today. We would have asked 
Hey, can you take that boot off of our neck? It's really uncomfortable. And white people and the imperialist and the crown and the fucking Christopher Columbuses of everything would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's a, my boot, my boot is on your neck. Oh my God, girl, I am so sorry. Let me remove that right now. You didn't deserve that. My bad, you good? You good, you you Gucci? Okay, okay, wanna make sure you, you good. Okay, my bad, I didn't even know it was down there. No, that's not what the fuck is happening. We've been asking, and when I say we, I mean all oppressed groups, black people, Irish people, Haitians, Africans, South Africans, Brazilians, Central Americans who are fleeing conflict as well. All of us have been asking, begging, praying for liberation, for our land to be returned, for reparations. And people in power said, fuck us. How long do you think oppressed people are gonna be able to ask for their rights nicely? over and over and over and over before shit pops off. And that's the thing, y'all only care when shit pops off and you're only pointing the fingers at the people doing the popping off and never at the people that they are directing the popping off to, which are the people who have for generations and for some oppressed groups for centuries have had their fucking boot on these people's necks. A lot of people are tired and many countries are facing coups, war, uprisings, because there is a shift in the consciousness. There is a new breeze that is rolling through and a lot of people are fucking tired and we are seeing the results of many oppressed people just being fucking tired. So I don't wanna hear a whole bunch of people talking about what they should have done, how they should have protested, how they shouldn't have reacted, how they should have spoken to someone when you were not the one with the fucking boot on your neck. You do not get to dictate how somebody else responds to their oppression. When you are not being oppressed, you don't get to tell somebody what they should do to get their liberation because they've been doing what you told them to do for their liberation, peacefully protesting, voting, all of that rigmarole. We've listened. We followed the direction. It has led us nowhere. So we're going to try something different. And what's so interesting is what we're trying that's differently is something that is so accustomed and so readily known to the oppressor, which is fucking violence. I think it is wild that y'all expect for oppressed groups to be the civilized ones when it's the oppressor and their uncivilized ways that got them in the position of power that they're in today wild that you all have that expectation of people who are dying who are being killed who are going through a ethnic cleansing and a genocide who are having their land stolen from them their artifacts stolen from them their people stolen from them wild psychotic 
if you ask me. The way that you demonize people responding to the oppression that they have been facing all of their lives. And I'm hoping moving forward that if you got nothing nice to say, then shut the fuck up. If you're not going to help, then move the fuck out of the way. And if you are going to be that one person that is going to be like, well, do you support violence and you support mass murders? I also want you to sit the fuck down and read a fucking book. Because the only reason you have that perspective and the only reason you feel so high and mighty to ask everybody else that question is because it is not your neck that's being crushed by the boot. Welcome back, everybody. And now it is time for Song of the Week. I also want to let you all know that this segment will be changing and I also will be removing this segment from previous episodes. I do not want to get in trouble with Universal Music Group. I've already gotten in trouble with Universal Music Group and to save myself the headache and the heartache, I'm going to move forward without trying to infringe on no copyright bullshit. However, This week's Song of the Week, I am highlighting my sister, Breezy, who is a fantastic producer and a songwriter and rapper. She recently did a cypher, and this girl's pen is fantastic. I'm not just saying that because it's my sister and I'm biased. Y'all know I'm a hip-hop head, so if it's whack, it's whack. If I can hear the punchlines, the hyperboles, the alliterations, baby, you got me good. Like, I love me a good little nugget inside of a verse. And all of that is here. All of that is featured in my sister's freestyle. This shit was fantastic. So I got to put my sister on. So here's Breezy with her freestyle cypher. Still ain't playing with these niggas and bitches, I ain't know no games. Trying to spin a block like they dope fiend niggas wanna get they fixes, now they in pain. Wanna come through like it's something new when they grew, hit a hiss, this shit is insane. Get your six inches and stitches, I ain't saying no names, but I'm on your brain. Shred up that back when you talk to me. Walk in the room and a bitch gawking me, but they watch what I do, see they stalking me. If you win a day one, can't walk with me. Got a sore high, yeah, it's the hawking me. Get the family crib and a new law for me. Ran down on a nigga that stopped at me. Watch what you do when I'm soft me. My foot to the neck, but I'm all like back in the way, this ever gon' end. Give me all my respect, I'm here to collect everything instead of wouldn't transcend. But the bounce of a check, moving on to the next, and I start a whole new trend. Niggas that expect it, a quick eject. Fuck you expect, bitch, I ain't your friend. I'm all about hurting feelings. I thought it was done, we got dealings. Throw you straight through the ceiling. Drill like a cavity that I'm feeling. Big baby back nigga. I'm grilling From the top down I'm stripping All you goofy ass fucks That was tripping Don't give a fuck about No rekindling Throw your hand back You can keep that Scared nigga so bad To a heart attack Going off like tear But I ain't whack Hit a beat like Shakari Quick going the track Taking all the cheese Leaving all the Mac Cause the shit right here Is beyond the neck I ain't never been without I ain't never lack Keep it on me Bitch now where yours at Welcome back everyone To your tackless take Of the week And I think I want to do A little something different For the tackless take I typically give a little knowledge nugget, something from the heart, something that you can take into the next week with you. And I think I want to change it up a little bit. I still want to give positive affirmations. I still want to give you all something amazing to really chew on. 
but I think I'm going to just take it in a different lane. So I recently bought myself some tarot cards and I was told that your first set of tarot cards, you want someone to gift you. And I've been asking people to gift me tarot cards and they never fucking did. So I was like, screw it. I don't know if I'm like doing anything bad or wrong because I'm because I'm buying my first set. But I really wanted some tarot cards. So I just went and bought some. I was in Silver Room a couple weeks ago and came across this black tarot deck. So it is titled Black Tarot and Ancestral Awakening Guidebook. And I was like, ooh. As a woman who's been learning a little hoodoo on the side and trying to connect with her ancestors and keeping up with her grandparents and her great aunts and trying to honor them, I was like, this is really speaking to me. So this tarot deck was written by Nyasha Williams and was illustrated by Kimishka Nadu. This book and these cards are gorgeous. They are blackety black but they feature amazing illustrations of black women, black men, black children, of family, of struggle, of triumph. I really felt called to this deck when I found it that I was like, I have to get it, I have to buy it. And I think what I'm gonna do is pull a card and allow that to dictate what the tactless take will be. I love being able to share more spirituality with other people. So this will be a way that I can share this with you all. And hopefully you all can find a message in the card that I pull. So I'm going to pull one card ever so often for tactless takes. And today I have pulled temperance. So I have pulled the temperance card. So I'm then going to go to the Black Tarot book which I encourage all of you all to go buy. This is a black woman. It is a black owned business. You all know that we love us some blackity black things over here. So if you all wanna go support Ms. Williams, I would suggest it. So the temperance cards traits are contentment, balance, yes. So if you were thinking Should I do something? Should I not do something? If you were looking for an answer from your ancestors, from God, the universe, spirit, you can also pull these cards and it will tell you yes or no. So the temperance card traits are contentment, balance, and yes. The card's description is, a woman in a kitchen tempers chocolate, heating and cooling the chocolate to stabilize it, creating a glossy finish. She works to create balance, finding the perfect equilibrium. Tempering takes patience, understanding the gravity of a stable personal foundation and collaboration with the community. The temperance card calls for moderation. Do not act in haste as the material and spiritual aspects of a situation must be considered in the equal measure. Anytime spirit tells me patience, In moderation, I'm like, I know it's on my list of things to do in terms of things to learn, to make me better. But those be my hangups. Those be where I struggle. To continue with the temperance card. When the temperance card is pulled, it is time to consider the following. What do you bring to the table? Do you actively engage with viewpoints outside your echo chambers? 
Have you considered compromising? Those are very good questions to ask yourself. Especially the second one. Do you actively engage with viewpoints outside your echo chambers? Because I know that I have a lot of feisty viewpoints. (laughs) I know that a lot of people hear what I say and they're like, where the fuck did she get that from? I promise you. I am definitely a person that does not like to be in a silo when it comes to my thoughts. I like to hear people who disagree with me. I actively communicate with people who would disagree with me because I want to, one, be able to double down on what the fuck I'm saying and know that what I'm saying is correct. (laughs) But two, open myself up to a different perspective and learn something from someone else that maybe I didn't understand or know. I believe a sign of intelligence is someone being able to hear a new viewpoint, hear a new opinion, new facts, be able to take someone else's perspective into consideration and they can alter where they stand. Sometimes cognitive dissonance comes in and kicks our ass. We hear something that we don't agree with and our body freezes up and we're like, no, that can't be true. That can't be true. But allowing for your body to be open to change, I believe is definitely a sign of intelligence. So so I am actively engaging with viewpoints that are outside my echo chamber because I believe that's how we all grow. I truly believe that's how we all grow. So the flower for you all to look at is the Amelia or the tassel flower, which is for creativity. The element of temperance is fire. Ooh, speaking to me because I'm a fire sign. The chakra that it affects is the heart chakra. When you are in yang, you should feel balanced. You should be practicing moderation, understanding your purpose, patience. You should be calm, rational, going with the flow, commitment. You should be able to keep your commitments. You should be persistent, dedicated, be able to be stable, find tranquility, harmony, and peace. So if you are in yin, which means that you may be out of balance, you might be in access, imbalanced, hedonism, impulsiveness. You might be acting negatively and have negative behavior, discord, antagonism, clashing, lack of perspective. So if you're thinking to yourself, I want to be in yang, which is in balance, and I want to get out of being in yin, which is out of balance, some things that you can do to align yourself is to try candle gazing meditation or completing a project. And an affirmation that I would love for you all to take with you into the next week is, I open myself to focus on empowering beliefs that bring me closer to my full potential. And I'm going to say it three times because I believe we should be saying our affirmations early in the morning when we wake up before we meditate and saying it in threes really rocks the universe. It calls spirit to really perform and act on your behalf. So I open myself to focus on empowering beliefs that bring me closer to my full potential. I open myself to focus on empowering beliefs that bring me closer to my full potential. I hope that all of us find a way to temper ourselves in this upcoming week. And I can't wait to see how you do next Tuesday.